better. Our epistle reading is from the first letter of St. Peter, chapter 2. St. Peter reminds us that as God's flock, sometimes we will suffer. Sometimes justly because of our mistakes, but also sometimes unjustly because of our faith. But we look to Christ who suffered unjustly to save us from our sins. This is a gracious thing. When mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? And if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise as we hear from the gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. This is a part of Jesus' shepherd discourse in the Gospel of John. He calls himself the door here, reminding us that he is the pathway by which we enter into eternal life. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and I will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be to each and every one of you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The beloved psalm. The psalm that I think I've read at practically every funeral I have done because it is so popular, this 
psalm written by David that highlights this illustration that God often uses to describe his relationship between us and him as a shepherd to sheep. Oftentimes when we think of the shepherd, the good shepherd, we perhaps conjure up images in our mind of paintings or stained glass windows we've seen of the Christ. Perhaps holding the crook and in his arms like a little child, the lamb, as he gently guides the lamb along. Or, or maybe the, the image from the, the parable Jesus tells, the, the parable of the 99 sheep left on the hillside and the shepherd goes and searches for the one. And what does the shepherd do? He throws it over his shoulders and brings it home. Perhaps the image of Christ carrying that sheep on his shoulders. But this idea of a shepherd actually was something that God was conveying to his people long before the birth of Christ. God had referred to himself as the people's shepherd, well, through this psalm written by David, but also through the prophets like Isaiah and Ezekiel speaking of God being the shepherd of his people, guiding his flock. This Good Shepherd Sunday, every, every year we hear of the relationship between us and our Lord as that of sheep to a shepherd. But why is it necessary to have a shepherd in the first place? Psalm 23 actually gives us a little hint. Because what does it say the condition of the sheep is? They are in the valley of of the shadow of death. It doesn't say they're in the green, verdant, dewy meadows of glorious daisies and sunshine and everything is adorable and cute just like those paintings. No, it says we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Doesn't sound like a very safe place to be. And that's exactly why we have a shepherd. Because the shepherd is there to guide and protect. The world is dangerous. You know, the sheep don't need a shepherd so that there is somebody there to admire their fluffy wool. The sheep don't need a shepherd so that they can have a pastoral, idyllic, uh, a place to frolic and roam. The sheep need a shepherd because they will die without it. The shepherd keeps the sheep from doing what is dangerous. Sometimes the sheep come up with ideas on their own that are not quite so helpful. Ideas that would result in their death. They stray from the path, they go into places they shouldn't, and so the shepherd is there to warn. The shepherd is there to chastise, the shepherd is there to guide, and not only to defend them from themselves and their own foolish decisions, but to, got to guard and protect them from outside peril, outside enemies that would attack them. You know, it's easy to simplify the role of the shepherd into this kind and easy-going caricature. But that wasn't the role. The role was fierce protector. The role was fierce corrector. 
The same is true of our Christ. He is not some kindly, soft, inoffensive figure that makes us feel good. No. The role of the shepherd is the same as the role of Christ. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to hear him. He guards and protects us certainly from the dangers of this world. The dangers of sin. The danger of the shadow of death and from the devil. But he also guards and protects us from our own stubbornness, our own foolishness, our own greed, our own lust, our own selfishness. He warns us away from these deadly traps the same way a shepherd guides his sheep away. And this is how he does. What What does Jesus describe of himself? He says, The gatekeeper opens to the shepherd because the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. We know the voice of our shepherd. Now we haven't heard the vocal cords of the man Christ but we have heard his word, haven't we? And isn't that exactly why we are the flock of God? We are not the flock of God because we want to have fellowship with uh, like-minded people. That's part of it. That is something that we, we receive from being a part of the church. But we are a flock of God. We are part of the church so that we can hear our shepherds. So that we can hear his word. Because as Jesus points out. He is our good shepherd. He is the door. He is the one and only way into eternal life. So that means that what happens among this flock. What happens among God's people. Is more than what can happen with any other social group. It means that we aren't just a group of like-minded people, but we are a flock of people in need of saving. We are a flock of people in need of protecting. And we are a flock of people who have heard the voice of the shepherd and we will continue to hear the voice of the shepherd. And that, my brothers and sisters in Christ, my fellow sheep of the shepherd, the good shepherd, that is the reason we are here. To hear the voice of our Lord, to hear his word. And what he tells us is that without him, we are lost. Without him, we will remain in the valley of the shadow of death and God. And this is the word of promise. That our God, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We are surrounded by dangers on every side. Of course, of of body, right? We, We walk through the dangers of sickness and violence and tragedy. We walk through these things that break our hearts and break our minds. We walk through the valley of shadow of death as our hearts tell us to live as we want to live. As our hearts tell us that we should go off on our own path because we know better than the shepherd does. But he guides us through the valley of the shadow of death. And because he is our protector, because he is our guide, 
we shall fear no evil because he is with us. His rod and his staff, it comforts us. The rod that I'm sure every shepherd would carry may not seem very comforting when it guides a sheep with a sharp whack. But often that's how God guides us, isn't it? He guides us by showing us the desires of our heart are not in line with his desires. What we want may not be what he wants for us. And so we listen to his word. And we know that we will not remain in the valley of the shadow of death. But because we listen to him, because we follow him, he will carry us out of that valley to Mount Zion, to the new Jerusalem, to new life and forgiveness and promise and hope that we will receive for everlasting life. As Jesus says in our gospel for today, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and I will go in and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Not just that we would live and get along, but that we would live abundantly. That we would have so much life in us that we are overflowing with it. And isn't that exactly why we are here in this church, why we are here in this flock, in this congregation? It's so that we have the life of Christ within us that is flowing out of us, is showing through our words and our actions and our thoughts that is showing in the way that we deal with others, the way that we forgive, and the way that we show that, yes, we are in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, but we will fear no evil because God, through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, is with us, is guiding us, is continuing to show us that despite our sin, despite our failings, He has offered Himself up to die for us. That as our shepherd, he has valued our lives over his. That by his death, he has provided us a forgiveness, a life, and a promise and hope that will never die, will never go away, and will always be ours. So let us follow this shepherd through the valley of the shadow of death, and we will fear no evil. And his steadfast love will pursue us all the days of our lives, and into eternity. Amen. May the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.